Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. If you missed the Ashley Westwood interview and you're a Charlotte FC fan or you missed part of it, check it out. Flounder will podcast the interview later. The 9 o'clock hour will go up later. If you missed our Panther conversations about the worst media person criticism of Bryce Young ever from one Craig Carton who said he will be in the UFL. That's how far he went. Uh, Check that out. Our conversation about would you be willing to trade Brian Burns if it meant you had the you had the, you know, draft ammo to then trade for a stud wide receiver like a Metcalf or an Ayuk. All these conversations. Check them out if you missed them. On the podcast, WFNZ.com, Apple, and Spotify. Right now, though, uh, this is also a segment bone that many people will go back to. Many Stro fans want to go back if they miss the Stro Show live on the Mac and Bone Show, 925 every Tuesday. And Stro joins us here on the Mac and Bone Show with a weekly appearance. We always are very anxious to see. What type of stro do we get? Wake us up before you stro stro. Stro, <laughs> stro, what's up? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. It's like the Ashley hour. First, it's Ashley Westwood, and now you got Ashley Stro line. I mean, there you go. That's true. Anybody know a third Ashley for the last segment or no? I'm, I'm, I'm ta- we're taking. You'll be able to find in. some Ashleys. The, it, the name kind of popped off. For, for my uh, generation there. I'm sure you can have an Ashley call in if you really need one. Okay, yeah, if, you're, right. if you're named Ashley and you want to get on 945, let us know. What's 704-570-9610 to WFNZ FanDuel text line. What the heck? All right, so Stro, um, I know you, uh, you love racing. You cover a lot of it. And I know you know William Byron. You've covered him. You've talked to him, you know, and have a relationship with him. As You know, it's friendly. How happy are you for him to win the Daytona 500 after his past struggles at super speedways and in the 500 particularly? Um, what did you think about that last night? Well, always going to be happy for, for Willie B and our Charlotte native. I mean, uh, if you saw him at the end of the race there when he was doing his post-race interview, I mean, he's like, I'm just a kid who basically grew up doing, you know, racing. right? His story's so unique yeah. and so crazy that he, that's how he learned and, and got into the game, and, I mean, you couldn't have kind of written a better story with it being 40 years at Hendrick Motorsports. You got Mr. H there and Jeff Gordon there, and, you know, Willie B drives the 24 car now, and, and so to get the win for Mr. H, I think, makes it even more special. And, and Williams really found his stride. I mean, these last few years, you look at him last year, he was a championship contender, and uh, I know it was, you know, obviously heartbreaking to come up short in Phoenix, but then you start the season – now you're Daytona 500 champ, so um, I'm sure he's definitely going to be riding that high for for the next little bit. But but always happy for for any of, of you know the folks that I know on a little bit more of a personal level to to get a win. His family's great. Mom is awesome. I don't know if you guys saw the the cutaways there. Yeah. 
um, yeah. in victory lane, and you could just tell mom was so, so proud of him. So, so certainly happy for Willie B in the 24 team, and, and overall a, a good race, and just happy NASCAR was able to get it in because Mother Nature just seems to always do its thing. But, but yeah, doubleheader on Monday, so there you go for all the race fans. Did, were you bothered at all by the way the race finished? Did you want to see him race for? What do you think of the ending of the race at which Byron won? Oh, you guys know I hate when a race ends under caution. I don't care where it's at or why. I mean, just because I want to see it come down to that final last second move, who's going to get it. So I'm always going to be disappointed. Obviously, in this case, you understand why it ends the way that it does. Um, but, yeah, I, I never like that. I, just because I like the excitement factor, right? Who, who got that move to win it? And, you know, Ross Chastain said after, after the race, he's like, I can go to sleep just fine tonight knowing I had a chance, knowing I did make a move to – to try and get the win there, and and so that just kind of is Daytona, and sometimes it unfolds that way, and sometimes it's a you know a true battle to the finish line, but but that was what it was. Listen, NASCAR by you know in going to the rule with the green white checkers because you know it's true. Last time you know in the past in the old school days, you know races ended under caution all the time. You could have a caution with like three laps to go, and if they can't get it cleaned up, the race ends under caution. Dale Earnhardt's five hundred win right where he broke through after 20 years was under caution so they've tried to change it to where you get as many you know green flag finishes as you can but when the caution comes out that close to the start finish line they don't have to you know what i mean they don't have time to get it thrown so i don't really think there's an issue there but i am with you it is a little bit of a bummer when they don't get to uh to race back to it what do you think about william byron like as a racer right like because i think he's underrated stro I mean, look at how much he won last year. I, I think I also find him to be extremely likable. Charlotte kid, who he said it yesterday. He said, I mean, I don't know how this happened. I grew up doing computer racing. Like, but what do you think of him as a racer? Like, I think the dude is a guy to watch for the championship this year. And I'm not sure he gets like, I guess because he shares a team, you know, with guys like Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. I think he gets overlooked. I think so. I think last year was really like Williams coming out year, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, he just was able to find success, find success on multiple types of tracks, made it to the championship for, um, you know, I, I thought he had a great shot going into the race at Phoenix to walk away a champion. Ultimately, it was Brian Blaney's year for that. Um, so I, I, I definitely think because it's the nice guy factor, right? It's maybe it, it was just last year that we saw him coming into his own, him in the 2014, finding success that worked for them. You do have teammates like the most popular driver, uh, Chase Elliott. You have Kyle Larson, who is one of the greatest drivers, and will go down when all is said and done is one of the greatest drivers of all time because there's not a type of track uh, and circuit that the man can't win on. Um, and then you've got Alex Bowman, who's also found his own type of success. And you're racing for Hendrick Motorsports, who has had some of the most legendary guys in the sport come through there, right? So you have to have time to, to find your way and find success and, and come into your own. I mean, he's also still a young young guy, right? And um, finding out who he is on and off the track. And so I think with that, we see more of his personality come out over the last few years. With that has brought, you know, you've seen the success. And so with success, you kind of learn who more of these people are and, and that kind of thing. So I think underrated still for sure. But I think the, in the last year, William said, okay, we had the one really awesome season. If he can back that up this year, and, and he certainly started off in the best way possible, winning the Daytona 500, I think another year of success kind of shows 
the world, all right, William Byron is, is the real deal, and it's time to take him seriously. Yeah. Stro, I wrote down uh, five, excuse me, six shows here that's on Netflix. They've got so many dating shows. And I started mm. thinking with your fame, your TV connections, how do we get Flounder on one here of these shows? Here we go. I'm going to list <laughs> off the shows. Every week, Stro's got to be asked about Flounder's dating life. Yeah. But these yeah, are, here's an update. Flounder is even more pathetic this week. Can well, we you help? have to be willing. No. Stro will help. Stro, I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm happy to help. All right, give me the, give me the shows. I'm going to give you the shows. We try to match up Flounder with what we think is the best show. And then we look up, how do we get Flounder on this show? So there's Love in the Wild. Mm. That is when you go into the woods and you try to survive the wild <laughs> and you have to find love while you both survive the wild. Okay, I can answer that one for you guys. Yeah. No. Yeah, that didn't sound like it'd be it'd be your type of, your cup of tea. There's perfect match, which is pretty self-explanatory. You go on there and you try to find your perfect match. Uh, although there's a lot of moving parts with other people trying to find and take away your match. You're very educated on this. I saw the whole season. Uh, <laughs> I watched it all weekend. There's too hot to handle. That's the one where you get matched up I, with people. I dabbled and, in that and one. And you can't yeah. touch the person, I right? I dabbled in that oh, one. Oh, man. I think I, we found my show. <laughs> There's uh, Love is Blind. We know that one. That's when you can't see the person and you have to engage with the per- engage marriage to the person without seeing them. I like that one. He can, ro- he can rope them in without There's them uh-huh. seeing him. Singles Inferno. <laughs> Singles Inferno. What? That's when you're on an island with no Wi-Fi, electricity, and you can't give out your information of who you are to the people until you actually get off the island. What? Then okay. there's dating and related. Um... That is when you go on a resort location <laughs> oh, no. with a brother or sister, and they have to pick the match for you. Okay. So, does any of these fit what we need for Flounder? Okay, I think we, I think we can go a couple ways here. Um, Love is blind, just because right now we know they filmed that last season in Charlotte, yep. so everyone's talking about that. I like the surprise element. It's genuine in the sense that you really have to get to know the person. It can't be shallow and based on looks alone. Um, the last one is interesting. Founder, do you have siblings? I do. I have a sister. Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if. if one of the guys was trying to get on the show as your quote unquote. No, brother, so no, that would not happen for you. Okay. Okay. So that's a possibility. I kind of like the love in the wild one. Cause there's the element of like, you already add like the chaos. And yeah. so like you get to learn someone's true reaction when things aren't going their way, probably immediately. So that could be fun, but founders said absolutely not. So we've got it down to two options, I guess. Matt, too hot to handle is one that you apparently know. Flounder doesn't have to touch the person. Too hot to handle is not going to be Flounder's cup of tea. I don't. It, it seems very, very shallow. Like, very. I know. That's why I liked very, watching it, Stro. It's very superficial. <laughs> yeah, that one in Perfect Match is very based on. See, here's the thing. They can see me in those. That one, so that probably isn't boding well. well too hard to handle felt like Instagram models and hunky bros. That's out there. You know? out there. And I don't know. For some reason, I watched at the age of 50. I don't, I don't know what it says about me. <laughs> <laughs> what about Singles Inferno? No Wi-Fi? You don't give out who you really are? Uh, Although it's, Flown needs that Wi-Fi. By the way, that's a South Korean-based dating show, so Flounder may be gone for what? a while. What? Yeah, oh my now, God. Come on. What are you trying to say? We don't know who you are. That sounds like you're already building the foundation on lies, though. We don't want that. Yeah, okay. or we okay. You're or, pretending to be somebody else. Or maybe that's Flounder's trick. He just completely erases who he is. I can't believe we missed the chance of Love, of Blind, Love is Blind in Charlotte. That would have been the but thing. There, but there's, only, there's only one person actually from Charlotte well, no, that's we, on the show. Oh, that's it? Yeah, like two well, or three. Well, living in Charlotte in general, though. Come on. 
Who's from here? Yeah, none of that the, is true, Stro. None that of the females, true. not that I watched this whole season too, uh, so far. <laughs> none of the females are from Charlotte. We have a guy. But they live here, right? No, 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 no. no. Mm-mm. How guy, does that make any so what sense? Do they do? Guy, fly them in. They fly them in to do the show. The guy that's got Forrest Gump haircut is from uh, Randleman. And one of the other guys is from uh, the Hickory area, I believe. I think. Yeah. Hickory. Like, John Reeves. So where? So where are the girls from? Like, are these like? But do they fly them in, Bone? Do yeah. They... It's filmed. In, it's still filmed in Los Angeles. They just didn't have all the Charlotte people for. So they. Uh, oh, I thought it was filmed here. I think they do. They're they're filming at this the, the uh, L.A. area. Oh. I believe. Okay, so, we got to do some research on that because I I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but. Either Nick Sturdivant, one of our new anchors at CNC, is all in on Love Is Blind. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna need him to get the breakdown because now I feel lied to because everyone's like, oh, you gotta watch it. It's Charlotte. Yeah, I thought, so I, I, thought I thought I read in the Observer that there's like Charlotte places that are referred to constantly they, throughout the show and stuff uh, like that. Uh, no? It's not a lot. There's a couple people from there unless they film the outside scenes. As I think I read somewhere that they do like outside filming, but yet they still do the vast majority of it in Los Angeles? I, I'm not sure. What a sham. Uh, I'm not sure. That is not the show for me. So, Smitty from Before the city says they filmed like in Charlotte. A, a, oh, did they? Before I don't know. we do an investigative piece on, on Love is Blind, we got to get back to the point But here. it's not it's very Charlotte. It's, it's not very Charlotte-centric, especially early on. They're inside, so it doesn't really make this a difference. This guy says, who cares? The show matter. sucks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Bone, i got to be honest, though. I thought you were an expert in all these shows. You seem a little shakier than I thought. I thought you had all these down pat, watched them all. Why don't you, you know, watch this show and tell me how much Charlotte you're seeing on this show? I don't really want to watch it. That's not for me. I, I like Too Hot to Handle. It's very like sleazy kind of. You know what I mean? One of the guys, one of the guys, is a diehard Eagles fan. You don't find you don't find other fans in the city, do you? I like the sleazy. Oh show. my god! I like the sleazy show, Stroke, because my life is so boring and lame. So I kind of like you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, they want to put Flounder on Naked and Afraid. <laughs> it's not a dating <laughs> show, man. Some good documentaries for you guys to watch over the weekend. Something like a little educational. But okay, work on there. that. Work on that for us. Um, all right, Stroke. La- last the th- last sports thing I wanted to ask you about. Well, wait, wait, wait. We, we accomplished nothing with Flounder's Love Life. Here's what we have to but do. But we, we never do, though. the actual tape. There's casting. So the way this all works, there's casting sites, and there's auditions and all that. But you can just be on file at a casting agency. So we got to make his tape. we got to talk about what he's looking for. And then we just send it to the casting folks. And if a show comes up that they think Flounder's a fit for... He's already on file. And if there's one that we think is a mm. good fit for him, yeah. he'll go the extra mile and also trying and put together something specific. I didn't know that. any of that. That's that is Car- okay. Carolina Cowboy says all the filming is done in LA, but they're all supposed to be from Charlotte. They're all currently residing Which in Charlotte. Which I don't know how true that is either, Which, because one's from Boston and one's from LA, so I don't know what's going on there with that. But like Stroh said, most of the people that live in this town are from somewhere else. Yeah, so is it I, that? I, I don't know. I just know but, that the filming is done at the same spot every time. It's always Los Angeles. And then they, they have different cities involved. All right. Well, we learned a lot about Love is Blind. Stroke, can I ask you a sports question? I kept trying sure. to wrestle the show back to sports here um, uh, from Flounder's Dating Life. But, Stroh, you're all over it. All right. Let's get them into databases. All right. Let's do yep, that. That's the plan. Um, but I want to ask you about this Panthers offseason. Need a wide receiver badly. And a lot of fans want to trade for whether it's Brandon Ayuk or DJ Metcalf. My fe- Or DK Metcalf, even. Uh, my feeling is that... You don't have a first-round pick. To be able to trade for a wide receiver that's that great, it might mean you have to trade Brian Burns. Would you be willing to trade Brian Burns, whether it's directly for the receiver or maybe it's just to get the first-round pick to use to go get a Brandon Ayuk-type receiver? Do you do that sort of 
Are you willing to give up Burns if it means you get a bona fide stud number one receiver? Well, I think that ship has sailed for one and two. Burns is an under contract, right? So don't we have to franchise tag him and then you would have to? Ta- it would be a tag and trade. Yeah, it would be like yeah. a tag and trade done in the off season. But are you yeah. willing? Are you willing to give up on Burns if you get a receiver that good, or no? I, I think I think the opportunity to do that trade involving Burns has passed. I think if if those rumors were true a couple seasons ago, that was when the trade was supposed to happen, and that's when. I mean. Burns is, I, I adore him, love him. He's a great locker room guy, great player, all that stuff. And I, I hope this next chapter of his career, whether it's here or wherever it is, works out exactly how he wants to. But uh, last season was a tough year for him and the Panthers all together. So I don't know who you're looking at on that team that you're going to trade to to get you a first-round pick or to get this stud that you're talking about that you know is going to come in and immediately impact. So Maybe it's a tag and trade with Burns, but Burns had a down year last year. You know, I I wonder if he looks back on last year and wishes he wouldn't have showed up week one and just, just would have held out and got the contract he wanted. But um, I don't know that it works out that way. I, I'm also sentimental. Burns is one of my favorite locker room guys and has never said no to an interview. So I hate to lose a guy like that in Carolina. So, you know. So you I'm are skeptical. You're not liking this idea. <laughs> Throw is no, very Throw much more likes the idea of trying to get flounder on a dating show than the one of trading <laughs> Brian Burns. Throw was like, can we go back to the previous discussion? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're making me try and say trade one of my one of one of my favorites. So no, like Burns is. I don't want to trade him either, Stroh. I'm with you. I'm with you. Just so you know, it's like you're not. You know what I mean? I'm the same way. I f- I would rather I would rather go after a lesser receiver in free agency where you don't have to give up draft picks and keep Brian Burns personally. And I you know. think the defense, you know, I mean, to me has been a solid unit. And they were focused on keeping that, you know, the defensive staff together. You've got the pieces there for the most part to, to be successful in that area next year. So, yeah, it's the offense that needs a lot of fine-tuning. Um, but I'm just – I'm not sure how you fix that right now. So All right, Stroh. I, I figured out the uh, filming – I'm with you. I figured with out you. the uh, filming situation here. The first part of the show, the pods where they can't see each other, that's always filmed in Los Angeles. Once they match up and go about their engagement, it goes to the city that is that year city. So Charlotte will be seen much at more the end, once at the they end. couple so up. What I was talking about was the pods are always L.A. Then they when they break off to their regular lives, it will become Charlotte. All right, there you go. There when do they take the blindfolds off? They always had to get taken off. By the way, you are so good to watch the show this weekend. <laughs> oh, like God. We did well here. I felt like we did well here. My wife Trump. wants to watch it. I've been kind of like stiff-arming her. Like, eh, I don't really want to watch this one. She, uh, so, But anyway, she wants to watch it. All right, Stro, you're the best. You've got a wide range in, in subject matter you can cover on this show, and we appreciate you for that. Watch Ashley Strohline on WCNC. Be good, Stro. Thank you. Uh- appreciate you guys and i really what i've just gathered from the dating scenario here is i feel like t-bone really just wants to get flounder on a show so he can live out his reality dating that could be be no because i want to i want to roof her flounder to fail on television oh that's so that ain't right that ain't right mag you would too wouldn't you i want the i want the radio discussion of flounder being on a dating show of course so you guys are in it for all the right reasons yeah yeah, that makes sense some of these shows they don't show them for like a year later so flounder would have knowledge that he can't tell us what it is true that's true all right stro be good we'll talk to you (laughs) 
see you guys. Right, there you go, Ashley Strohline. Wake up weekday mornings with Mac and Bone. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. The official home of the Charlotte Sports Band.